0: Welcome back to Odekadorks. we're the 12-Sided Guys. We have Matt as Pine. Hi. Scott as Roos. That's me. Sabrina as Nari. Hey there. Jordan as Richter. Good evening. And me, Paul, as the Inevitable. I am so excited to get back to Nari and the boys as they rush headlong into the unknown. What awaits them in this ancient tower whereupon once rested a Zord? What is Mordecai's role in all of this? What part does Master Saman and the acolytes of Lord Laramie play? And can they be trusted? Do they make horse socks? Is anybody listening to me?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's fantastic. Be in
1: your pants is cool. Consider me Miles Davis. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh.
2: Oh. I really
0: should read through these again. I wrote this like like a week ago. I need to read through these again before I uh, just jump right in. If you have thoughts or theories, questions or comments, then head on over to the Discord. The link is in the episode description and don't forget Patreon and our store if you want to show some love with money, cash, dollar bills. But of course, just spread the word about us. Anyway, If your grandpa ever joined a cult and the only thing that could get him out of it was to call him a stubborn old bag of bones, then this podcast is for you. It's the Crystal Codex episode 113. I don't know if that's what she actually calls him in the original but that's what she called him in the in the remastered yeah i don't remember either
1: but still sounds still, right yes money cash dollar bills and all of the the whole line of cultists are just like they just stop and freeze but they're still marching and he kind of pops all around the screen bing 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 bing, bing.
0: oh super famicom i miss you famicom 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 shaka con <laughs>
2: So I've I've been playing the uh been playing the Final Fantasy Four remake with my son. And every time tella comes on, Asher calls him Nutella. Oh,
1: nice. you don't call him Oh my god, that's fella. so cute.
2: And he just really likes Nutella and he just the name sounds like it, and so he's just that's that's what he calls him.
3: Who doesn't? Good good call.
0: Okay, can I
2: just say this real quick? I had never
0: had Nutella until like a month and a half ago, and Whoa. Um, it is dangerous.
2: Holy cow! It is so good. Mm-hmm. But he's really frustrated that his daughter died for a bard,
4: <laughs> and a spoony one at that. A spoony one, spoony that. one at that. Yeah. But I'll tell you what. The payoff when he goes me me meteo. oh my gosh
0: oh okay real quick real quick um what grinds my gears um
1: (laughs) we're never gonna get to this episode i think i think it's because we're all really nervous about what's waiting on the other side of this door yeah i'm so nervous dude (laughs) okay nintendo
0: power i remember nintendo power had a a review of final fantasy 2 slash 4 and they were talking about the spells and they were talking about Tela and they were talking about Meteo. And the picture they showed of Tela casting Meteo was not the only w- one time that they that he could actually cast it in the game. It was some other random time against some little peon enemies. And for the longest time, I thought that there was a way for him to be able to cast Meteo before he casts it and it kills him. Turns out there isn't.
2: Spoiler alert for oh, those yeah. listening. <laughs> Whoops.
3: Those playing a 30-year-old game.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. true.
0: Beneath the streets of Almar, the water continues to recede. Tunnels that were, until recently, long hidden are now choked with debris, detritus, and the dead. On the surface, many of those lost to the tidal wave that accompanied Yasaro, Herald of Water, were given at least some modicum of respect as their remains were collected for burial. But below... There have been no such efforts. Most of the bodies lying in sodden piles of wood, stone, and dirt belonged to the recently arrived zealous followers of Iremil, pilgrims from across Bavantis. These had given up everything to venture to the greatest city in the world to await the promised inevitable. What scant belongings they brought with them are now smashed, buried, or washed out to sea with the receding water as the tunnels continue to drain. Not all the dead in Almar's caverns were the angels' sect, however, down in the secret spaces beneath the city are two particular corpses victims of the calamitous wave that struck two days previous though not zealots of Iramil, their lives have been tied to him for years in a small room at the foot of a narrow spiral staircase in the tunnels beneath the imperial palace a crushed wooden desk lies atop the broken body of a young man the nib of a quill is still gripped in his fist and what remains of a leather-bound journal is clasped to his chest even in the face of death, this young man understood the importance of the book's contents and did all in his power to protect them. In one corner of this small room, behind a strong oak door, banded in metal, with a small barred window at the top, is an even smaller cell. This one is Spartan, nothing but a bucket, a small pewter tray, and the lifeless body of a thin, bearded man. His hair is long and matted, his unkempt beard fans out beneath his body, and his right arm is extended over his head with the index finger outstretched toward the far wall. There, scratched into the brick and mortar with a fury and intensity that the flooding water could not erase, is written the last prophecy of a mad oracle. A herald will arrive today, the city's hopes to wash away, to keep Iramil's gate shut tight, yet she will fall despite her might. The gate will open, all shall see the pathway to inevitability. Safeguards fail, the statue falls, the angel now exposed to all. The few will dare to enter in to face its zealous denizens. The angel fears but can't relent. What once seemed certain may be stopped yet. Pavantus's heroes will face all foes. Their righteous fury and purpose grows. The world though broken they may save from the angel's eternal grave. A question posed by Lux Lady in response to her servant's plea. Not if, but when, and if now, then why? The answer exposes Inevitability's lie and on they move past what I can see to stop the threat of inevitability. Though they are blind, they may yet be the best hope for humanity. What was to be may yet hold sway if the angel has his say.
3: He's going to expose himself to us? That does not seem good. You're in this city.
0: I'm pretty sure that you guys have already seen everything he has to offer, or at least mortal version of him.
1: I know you've seen everything I have to offer. <laughs> dump <D-d-d-d-dump> truck.
0: <laughs> yeah, somebody in the Discord really appreciated the dump truck comment. <laughs> well, welcome back to the City of Almar as we join Nari and the boys as they finally make their assault on the tower beneath the Zord. Last time we were together. We followed the JV team as they ventured into the chest of the Zord, this angel statue uh, depicting Iramil. They fought the um, celestial beings who were protecting the mechanism, guarding this causeway uh, that led to the tower. As Hop, Bert, Ember, Artis, and Brynby fought against these angels protecting this mechanism, the fight got incredibly fierce. Ember turned one of the angels into a sheep, which was great, and dealt a ton of damage. But the protector, this armor with power and energy coursing through its body and shining through all the seams of its armor, <laughs> yes, um, it was too powerful. It's
2: just bursting out of the seams. Bursting.
1: He's getting to something really sad, and I'm trying to like deflect because I don't want to be sad again. <laughs>
0: Two of the party members fell hop and ember and brinby seeing what uh was um what was happening and trying to give as much help as he could sacrificed himself grabbed the angel and leapt into the bubbling hissing acidic red blood of the zord taking the boss angel out of the fight for at least a little bit Hop was able to be revived, but Ember, sadly, failed three death saves in a row
2: and was gone. I failed two death saves and you splashed me with acid. The splash with acid caused a failed death save. So yes,
0: I what I said was technically correct. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, just pass your death saves. Come on, yeah, man, it's not that deeply. hard. Don't fight with the DM. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> not
1: right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, so what's your other character's name again? Roos? Roos? Um, J- uh, Joff? Roos? Okay. Yep. <laughs> As the angel erupted back up out of the acid after having taking, taken a ton of damage, uh, armor pitted uh, the angelic wings on its back that were once black and white and beautiful were skeletal and um, missing feathers and just decrepit looking. You were able to then defeat the angel of power this um crackling energy seemed angel whatever we whatever we ended up calling that angel um, and were able to stand upon the four pedestals in this room to shut off the mechanism and allow nari and the boys to rush across the causeway towards the door at the base of the tower the last we saw of the jv team was them scrambling up the stairs with ember's body arriving back out onto the shoulder of this Zord as the Snow Patrol swooped by with their Ripper Birds and uh, with talons, grasped the JV team and flew them to safety for a much-deserved rest um, and some respite from this fight. But seeing the, uh, the traps upon the causeway uh, die down. The red ones still glowing, but definitely smaller, allowing a path for Nari and the boys, Colbry, Master Samon, and the acolytes of Lord Laramie to rush down the causeway towards the Golden Door. They did rush. The acolytes of Lord Laramie staying behind to keep the zealous um, pilgrims of Iramil at bay as Pine, Nari, Richter, Roos, Master Samon, and Librarian Colbry. And Crumbles. And crumbles. And
2: feathers. Bork Bork. And Gigi. yes. Yeah, and Gigi. Yes. And Nari's um, axe.
0: And, and my axe. <laughs> <yes>. um, ran <laughs> ran and, and pushed their way through the golden door at the base of this tower where they had seen Mordecai, the prophet of Eremiel, enter just a few minutes before. And that's where we're starting right now. I'm going to move you all over to the map. Pine, Nari, Richter, Roos, you and your allies, Master Samon and Librarian Colbury, burst into this bottom chamber of the tower. Um, as you come in, you can see that it is um, a stone room. It looks old. Um, Now, you have not seen the inside of the angel, uh, but the angel was mechanical in nature. It had cogs and crystals and machines. Uh, it It was old, but it was not as old as this tower. This tower has been around for a long, long time. As you come in, you can see the stone floor. You see pillars holding up the roof above you and you can see up in the um, northwest corner a staircase that looks like it goes and it wraps around the outside of the building. But it is, um, you know how sometimes you'll have a spiral staircase going around the inside of a tower and it's like the inside is just like a pit and you can fall all the way down to the bottom? That's not how this is. The staircase is enclosed on all sides like a tunnel that uh, at least at this point where you can see wrapping up and around the tower the ceiling in here is about 40 or 50 feet high and as you come into this room crack 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 you see these rifts in reality open up as six angels come out to protect Iramil. and we are going to roll initiative
3: oh man Buddy, Good to see you again.
2: Roos <laughs> got a seven.
1: Nari got an 11.
2: Um, oh, gosh. Ooh, Richter rolled a five.
4: Really good rolls tonight, guys. We're off to a great start.
1: Pine got a 23. Crumbles rolled a five.
2: Okay. We have having a boss rush in the tower of every single boss we've fought in the game so far. <laughs> if it works it works
0: um, we're gonna start with um, with uh, neam's wife
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez
0: <laughs> uh, too soon too soon
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right welcome to the base of the tower um at the top of the initiative as you guys come busting into this golden door you see, that there are three large, like 10 foot tall angels wreathed in fire and flame. We've seen these, Nari and the boys have not seen these, but everybody else has seen these already.
1: Holy crap, these are giant fire angels.
0: Yes, and uh, <laughs> they they hold swords and um, daggers. And then you also see three smaller, more man-sized angels um, and they are wearing armor and they have uh, swords in their hands. Um, and we
2: are going to start at the top of the initiative with, wow, you guys' rolls are terrible, pine. There's there's eight initiatives in the tracker, and three of them are higher than ten.
3: We're crushing it. Does
2: <laughs> <laughs> feathers need a need a token too. Yeah, I'm riding feathers. <laughs> let, me, let me get feathers. Oh my gosh, this is so funny. <laughs>
0: um, and the staircase going up the tower is wide enough for these creatures to go up there as well if they survive. Pine, you are up with your initiative of twenty three. You see that there is a. Uh, there are three of these armored angels in front of you. To your left, there is a, um, a fiery angel. And then uh, on the right side of the room, there are two more of these fiery angels.
1: Okay. Um, well, so here's what I'm thinking, everybody. Colbri is the only one here in the party that has any kind of intelligence score, probably. <laughs> and we have that, uh, that weapon that the JV squad gave us. And I'm thinking is probably the only one who'd be able to make good use of it. So Pine is going to be extra protective of Colby, And uh, so... Also, Colby is squishy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean we remember him from, the, uh, from before, from five years ago, so. Okay, so what Pine is gonna do then actually is Pine is going to, um, he's going to move over to the, uh, the left And he's going to uh, kind of rush this fire angel um, over by the entrance to the stairs. And take a couple of attacks um, with my ambassador's blade. Do it. So 21 to hit. That'll hit. So that's going to be 13 piercing, two cold, and four radiant. Okay. And uh, I feel like... I feel, like going- <laughs> I, feel like I feel like spell are going. are going to be at a premium in this. Um, why not? Honeys with precision. Swordmaster's fury. And just do a level one. Is this by any chance a fiend? Uh, no. Okay. Well, I'll do an additional nine radiant damage on this guy. This gal. Nice hit. And then I'll do take my second. Ed-
0: this angel um, had blood. Uh, she would be bleeding.
1: Oh, really? Okay, great. Okay, second attack. Come on, big money. Only, uh, 15 to hit. That will miss. (sighs) Okay, alright. And that'll be, um, that'll be, uh, Pine's turn.
0: Uh, Pine, this angel that you just attacked, it is now her turn as well as the other fiery angels in here. And she is going to make attacks at you. Two attacks. First, the one with the dagger um, is going to be, oh, terrible, natural two. Uh, that's only going to be a nine. With the sword then attacking at you is going to be a natural 20.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Jeez. Uh, okay.
0: okay. Um, Do your all worst. Right. Yeah, yeah. Not too bad. That'll be forty-six plus four. That'll be twenty damage.
4: Yeah, one sec. Um, the guardian emblem that uh, Richter received from Gerard um, flashes brightly, and that is no longer a critical hit. Oh. Nice. That is very beneficial because that went from doing
0: 20 damage, instead now doing 10 damage.
1: Oh okay, yeah, I'll think 10. 10.
0: Have the damage. Sweet. Nice. Okay, very cool. All right, the other two are going to rush up. It looks like one is rushing uh, Master Samon and another one is flying up and coming at either Nari or Roos. So uh, Master Samon two attacks coming his way. Um, the first, oh, he's gonna get hit by the um, by the dagger. Ooh, um, that is going to be. And that's the big one, right? That is the big one. That is, uh, oh gosh, that's not great. That is, so far, that is going to be 17 damage. Actually, it's just 17 damage, and he has to make a constitution saving throw, which is going to be, um, oh, Master Saman is instantly, oh, wait a minute, okay, sorry. That damage is not as bad. Um, for some reason, Master Saman actually has resistance to fire. So, he is actually instead going to take only 15 damage. I said 13 plus 4. Uh, oh, that's 5. Okay, so it's actually gonna be 12 plus 2 is gonna be 14 damage, but he is paralyzed. Oh,
1: jeez.
0: Now, um, Nari or Roos, uh Rus,
2: the attack is coming your way. Um, two attacks. So my cloak is really flashy and like Really stylish. So she really doesn't want to hit the cloak. She's trying to hit me, but without like damaging this really nice cloak. Okay, so two attacks. Well, the
0: first attack is a fifteen with the uh, dagger that will miss, and the second attack with the sword is going to be a twenty-six that will hit. That one is actually the one that's not so bad. That's going to be this uh, two d six plus four. It's only going to be seven damage,
2: and I don't have. Uh, disadvantage on attacks against me until my next turn, because I was hit.
0: Oh, gotcha. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Your cloak You're...
1: resets every. Uh, yeah, okay.
0: All right. Well, that brings us to the end of these fiery angels' turns. Nari, it is your turn. You see this fiery angel that just flew up and and hit your friend with his nice flashy cloak. What are you gonna do? She is definitely in range.
3: Yes, I am going to step up to her, and uh, with my uh, axe of Tidarius, I'm going to do a 19 to hit.
0: That will barely hit, yes.
3: Okay, cool. That is going to do 15 damage. Oh my gosh, coming in again.
0: No, that's actually 15, that's 15 plus six. That's actually 21 damage.
3: Oh, heck yeah, even better. Um, and then a 17 to hit, which would not hit, I'm assuming.
0: That will miss. And then
3: last one is a 25 for... That'll hit. 19 damage.
0: Nice. Wow. That's a big hit. Holy cow. Just like that. In two hits, he did 40 damage to this angel. All right.
3: Don't come back again, you hear?
0: <laughs> All right, Master Samon, it's his turn now. He is going to attempt to break free of this paralyzation. Uh, with a natural 16, he breaks free, but he misses his whole turn. Roos, it is your turn. You've got two of these fiery angels in range.
2: Roos is going to attack uh, the same one that Nari was hitting. Okay. With his dagger for a seventeen to hit, that'll miss. And then with his offhand, he's going to he's going to strike out with his chakram for a nineteen to hit. That will barely hit. Yes. So that'll do eight psychic damage, plus. Nineteen precision for twenty-seven damage.
0: Oh, nice. oh my gosh! And just like that, this angel disappears in a poof of smoke. I'm I'm not gonna do the same joke I did last time.
1: <laughs> and cinders and smoke and ash and kitchum, and and Brock. Yeah, I did a funny one. There you
0: go. Perfect. Oh, perfect. Oh my gosh! All right, are you gonna stay put? Or are you gonna are you gonna move? Uh,
2: that will be Ruse's turn. Okay, Richter, it is your turn. Oh, kidoki uh
4: richter is going to move over to the um to the west side of the room where pine is fighting that fire angel okay and i'm gonna head over this way so i can lend some aid but i think what i'm gonna do to start off with is i think yeah Richter's going to rush up and yell out the frozen blade spells disaster, frigid retribution stance and go ahead and enact that to give myself some temp HP. And these guys are do I get a sense on whether or not these guys are um, susceptible to or to cold damage? Very much made of fire. So that's a very real possibility. Okay, cool. Um, the other thing I'm going to do is um drop not really drop, but kind of toss out my animated shield and yell out Kosantor and it'll start kind of circling around Richter. Um nice. but that's all he can do at this point.
3: That sounds like a Pokemon, it's circling around going Kroissantor, Kosantor!
1: Kosantor, <laughs> I, you, I choose you! <laughs>
0: Well, speaking of I choose you and uh, and pets and Pokemon, uh, Crumbles, it is your turn. We did not put feathers in the initiative tracker. Um, do you want feathers in the initiative
2: tracker? Nope. I'm I'm managing her, and uh, she's doing just fine.
0: Okay, perfect.
1: <laughs> okay, Crumbles. Crumbles is going. There is a uh, an armored angel, kind of back a little bit from the front lines, um, but there by where the uh, fire angel just uh, disappeared. And so Crumbles is uh, going to go ahead and take a horn strike at that uh, horn, that horn, that armored angel. So Crumbles is gonna attack this armored angel with uh, his horn and only roll an 11 and only have one attack. So that's Crumbles' turn.
0: All right. Well, that is Crumbles' turn. It is now the Armored Angel's turn. And Colbri, your ally, gets to go last. Um, Mr. Pine, an Armored Angel flies up to you. Another Angel is going to attack at Crumbles. And Roos, um, another Angel uh, comes flying straight down towards you. So we have Armored Angel attacking Pine. They have three attacks, these Armored Angels do. Um, so Mr. Pine, we have got...
1: Armored angel, armored angel. Okay.
0: Oh, man. Ooh, we, we have got um, a two, oh, sorry, a, a nine or a 22. Yeah. Or a natural 20.
1: You just really want to crit on me, don't you?
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't want to. This is just, this is the dice telling their story. Okay, let's see how this plays out. Um. Oh, they have this special skill too, don't they? Oh my gosh. Okay, the critical hit is going, well, no, the critical, okay, the first hit is going to be um, D8 plus 2D10, D8, 2D10, that is going to be a total of uh, 19 damage, and then the crit is going to be 17 damage, so a total of 36 damage, yikes.
1: Okay i'm still not bloodied but only by about four percent
0: oh my gosh all right (laughs) the next angel is coming at roost roost you've got three attacks
2: coming towards you uh we have got my cloak is flashy again so disadvantage (laughs) oh you're flashy again yeah my cloak is flashy because i had a turn
0: oh gotcha oh well then let's roll those again okay the first one We'll just match them up. Uh, you get hit looks like one time uh, with a 22. Cool. And then we had a we had a, a, a 15 and then a, uh, a 12. But the other one for the 12 could have been a natural 20. So you get one hit against you. That is going to be d8 plus 4 is 9 plus 2d10 is going to be uh, 23. 23 okay. damage.
2: My cloak isn't flashy anymore. OK until my turn. And then
0: and then Crumbles has some attacks against him. The first attack is uh, a, a 15.
1: Yep, yeah, that hits.
0: Okay. That's going to be uh to be 24 damage. <laughs> Poop.
1: <laughs> crumbles is gone. Oh, Crumbles. Oh. No. <laughs> crumbles no. Um, crumbles is crumb, I mean Crumbles is basically a, a warhorse so 19 hit points and 11 AC.
0: Well, this angel is now going to move up towards Nari and make its last two attacks. So we have got a nine or a 15. Nope. Okay. That is these angels' turn. We are now on to Colbry. Now, Colbry is going to do something that maybe you guys won't agree with, but I think in this situation, it's probably going to be the best choice. Colbri, um steps back more into this Kind of there's a little corner, um, little uh, uh, nook that he steps back into to back up as much as he can. Points at the armored angel that is closest to him. And then with a word of power, lightning erupts from his finger and is going to hit one, two, three angels. All of which who have not been hit by anything yet. They have to make dexterity 16 saving throws and...
1: Why would we disagree with that, Paul? I was that just gonna amazing. say I'm cool with it. <laughs> because it's a level six spell. Oh oh, oh it's oh, I, oh it's like chain lightning. I thought
0: he was just doing an Line. Well, here's the here's the problem. He doesn't have regular lightning. He only has chain chain lightning.
1: Oh, because he's a baller. Because he is a baller.
0: <laughs> okay, so um, bazap bazap. Um, the armored angel makes his save. Uh, the first armored angel. Hey, you missed. You missed a bazap call.
1: There's, there's three times.
0: Oh. Bazap bazap bazap. The armored angel attacking Nari made their save, but the one the one attacking Roos, and as well as the fire angel that um, that had paralyzed Master Simon, they do not make their saves. And this is going to now be ten d eight plus four damage.
3: Oh man, I guess we can forgive him for using that spell.
0: <laughs> that is going to be um, 51. That's gonna be 55 damage instantly. The fire <sighs> angel oh. that attacked Master Samon is dead. The armored angel that failed its save is hurting incredibly bad. And the other angel is going to take half damage, which is going to be um, 25 damage.
4: Man, librarians are totally badass. I better remember to
1: return my books on time. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: And that is Magister or Librarian Colbury's turn. We are back up at the top of the round with Pine. It is your turn. You, are, so you have a fiery angel in front of you, and you have an armored angel to the side of you. Oh, one thing I forgot to have you do, uh, Pine. I want you to make a um, a strength saving throw. Is it a strength saving throw? It is a. I need you to make a, a difficulty 15 strength saving throw, um, or you will have um, lost your sword.
1: I rolled a 21.
0: Okay, you managed to hold on to your officer's saber level. And this is
1: because when I was when I was attacked by the uh, by the armored angel
0: by the Armored Angel. Yes, I forgot okay. the Armored Angels. Oh yeah, and then also, um, who else got hit by that? I think only Crumbles got hit by that bigger attack. Okay, very good. Pine, what are you gonna do?
1: Okay, so uh, Pine is going to look at these angels and say, you killed my friend, you bastard. <laughs> um, sorry, that was that's a, that's a callback, last episode, anyway. Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and try to finish off the Fire Angel first. Okay. Uh, so my first attack is, uh, I gotta do something. So I'm gonna use, uh, I rolled a 15, but I'm gonna add 10 to that so it will hit. Okay. I can only do that once per, well, for short rest. Uh, so that's nine piercing, two cold, and seven radiant on this fire angel.
0: Nice. That's 18 damage total. I do. Oh, And two cold. That's four cold. So nine, 13, seven. That is 20, 20 damage.
1: And it's still alive.
0: This fire angel is flickering and fluttering like a, like a candle at the end of its wick.
1: Oh, and that's an 11. Okay. That's Pine's turn.
0: All right. This angel, this last fiery angel, is going to attack back at you, Pine. The big swing first with the dagger is going to be only a 13. The the sword sword swinging is going to be a natural one, which is nothing. Rod sword. (laughs) Nari, it is your turn. (laughs) You you, you you never need to apologize for quoting (laughs) HeroQuest. Nari, you have this armored angel uh, right in front of you.
3: Yeah, Nari's gonna strike out at the angel that's just directly in front of her. Oh my gosh, for 15 to hit.
0: That will miss. This is the one that saved against the lightning bolt as well.
3: Oh, okay. All right, so a 24 to hit. That'll hit. Let's see, that's 17 damage. And then 17 to hit.
0: That will not hit.
3: That will not hit, okay. Um, I think I'm just gonna leave it at that for now because I think we're doing okay.
0: Okay, alright. That will now lead us to Master Sama's turn. Master Same is going to step up around the backside of this um, angel, the armored angel that has been attacking Roos, um, the one that took the full damage, um, and is going to he's going to attack this armored armored angel with a 26 to hit that will hit. And that is going to deal uh, 1d8 plus 3. That's gonna be 8 damage plus. As he strikes, his sword alights with green fire and is going to deal an extra 17 damage. Holy cow. Uh, Destroying this armored angel. Poof, done. And then one more attack is going to scoot around behind the angel.
2: Roos winks at him, you know, when that angel disappears in between them.
0: (laughs) Uh, He is moving. I would say he's moving similar to how you've seen um, Pine move um, with the quick slashes and things. Um, but still, you can tell there's a little different style to the swordsmanship. Um, and that is now going to be um, two more. I forgot this. he gets three attacks. Two more attacks against this armored angel that's been attacking Nari. And that will be... Um,
3: hey, I'm working on this guy.
0: <laughs> well, um he winks at you as you um as you say that and gets a 16 for his first and then misses, but then a natural 20, which is going to be That's gonna be
2: now just the sword. Wait, I was winking at him, and then he's winking at Nari? Yes. That's gonna that's gonna be
1: I want someone to wink at me! Playing hard
3: to get over there.
0: <laughs> that is going to be 13 plus three is sixteen plus Another 13 damage. That's going to be 29 damage. Vanquishing this Armored Angel as well.
4: Wow. Master man. Sam.
0: <laughs> Master Saman, I will just let you know, is also squishy. Just a heads up.
4: Okay. He'll fit right in with us.
0: Roos, it's your turn. There are two angels left, an armored angel and a fiery angel over that have been harassing um, Pine and Richter. The fiery angel looks to be just about to extinguish. The armored angel looks um, untouched.
2: Roos will run past Nari and Master Saemon and um, get up with the armored angel and take his first attack. You forgot, Bork, 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 Bork. (laughs) Bork. you're not running, you're riding. I'm riding, yes. (laughs) This (laughs) giant penguin comes flopping across the battlefield. (laughs) Bork, 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 a battle Um, penguin. So the first one was an 18 to hit. That will barely hit, yes. Oh, nice, I forgot. I thought that was a miss on these guys. So um, let's see, 15 radiant damage and 12 precision. So uh, 27 damage there. Awesome, big hit. Then I will. You know what? I'm going to throw my offhand chakram at the other guy. The fire angel. That's going to miss. It's only a 17 to hit. That will miss. All right. And that will be Roos's turn and um, Mr. Feathers's turn. <laughs> Although I think I just called her a girl named yes. Mr. Feathers. Hey, it's all good. it's cool. It's cool. It's all
1: good.
0: <laughs> all right, uh, Richter, it is your turn. You are on one side of this fiery angel uh, that looks to be about ready to to uh, to, to fall apart.
4: Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and pull out Kin stock and just go ahead and make some attacks. So the first attack will be a ah, 14 to hit that will miss. And the second attack will be uh, 17 to hit. So uh, that's pretty sweet. <sighs> that will also miss. Totally. of Course, it's a feint. like I'm trying to distract him, <laughs> so it's, it's fine. I wanted to do that.
3: This is all part of the plan. <laughs>
4: <laughs> all right.
0: It is now the Armored Angel's turn, Um, the one that is attacking uh, Pine, and Roos is now there as well and has just dealt a hefty blow. Um, So, he is going to choose each time he strikes. First strike will come at Roos. Roos, does he have a disadvantage? He does, because I just had my turn. Okay, that is gonna miss with a 14. The second attack is coming at Roos. Again, with disadvantage, this one is only a 15. That will also miss.
1: Keep going out to that guy.
0: <laughs> the last one is coming at Pine, and that one is going to be a uh, twenty-three.
1: You jerk! Yeah.
0: <laughs> which is gonna deal eight
1: damage. Okay, okay, I can take eight. Do I have to make a save or be disarmed?
0: What was that? Oh, uh, uh, yes. No, 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 no. Actually, no, no. Only that big hit. Only the big hit. Um, he's got one attack that is extra, extra powerful.
1: Okay, all right, that's fine. I rolled a seventeen, though. Well, that's
0: awesome. All right, Kobri, it's his turn. He is going to um, rear back and uh, let fly with a firebolt at the Armored Angel uh, with a 27 to hit. And that is going to be, oh my gosh, 3d10 plus four. Holy cow, that's 24 damage with a firebolt. bolt. Um, taking this guy. I really like this guy. The Armored Angel is uh, just like that now is on death's door as well. Back to the top pine. You are now surrounded by two angels, a fiery one and an armored one. They both look like they will, um, you know, just breathe on them real hard and they will, uh, they'll die. Well,
1: I'll go against the fiery one first. Okay. Uh, so only a 12 to hit. That will miss. And then my second attack against the fiery one will be a dirty 20 to hit. Perfect. That will hit. Ooh. Uh, it's nine piercing, six cold, and five radiant. And. <sighs> Like flash paper, poof, just flashes
0: out and flares real quick and then disappears. All right. Fiery angels are all Kay. gone.
1: That's going to be my turn, yeah.
0: Okay. Very good. Nari, it's your turn. There is one armored angel left, um, and it is face to face with the Beekaboo.
3: All right. Nari will um, try to scooch her way around the Beekaboo if possible and get up to this angel to tap. Perfect. Um. So let's see, that will be a 17 to hit. That will miss. Again, let's see. Okay, an 18 to hit.
0: That will barely hit, yes.
3: Okay, sick. That is 10 damage total, heck.
0: 10 damage, and as you swing, this Armored Angel... um, disappears as a puff of, like, mist and, and smoke. Uh, a longsword clatters down to the ground, and we are going to cue victory music.
3: I'm suspicious. This was, this was too easy.
1: <laughs> well, I, speak for yourself. Jeez. I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, I think all the potions I have are just normal little old guy potions. I'm just going to uh, pump... Uh, geez, I need to pump some commander's morale into me, or otherwise, I'm gonna fall
2: pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, Roos is gonna drink one of his greater healing potions as well.
0: You know, um, uh, Pine, you can always put back on your adamantine breastplate. I think you still have that.
1: Yeah, it's in the stack that I completely forgot we have. <laughs> 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 I, yeah, um, I think the math ends up working out that more AC is better. In the long I run, we so. yeah. damage than immunity-critical hits, but those, that spike damage is brutal.
2: Nari, I'm going to have to thank your friend Ember for giving me this coat. <laughs> it looks great on me, and it seems to be repelling attacks.
3: Yes, she has quite the eye for style. Um, absolutely. I hope she's faring as well as we are over here.
4: I'm sure she is. Oh, undoubtedly, she's doing just fine.
3: I can't imagine what I would do without her.
4: Oh my gosh, you guys. Oh, man. You guys are making this worse for yourselves, guys.
1: <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, I'm giving myself forty commander's morale. I have twenty left, but it still that still doesn't bring me all the way back up. So
2: Ruth drank a potion of greater healing and got thirteen health back. All right.
3: I have an extra potion, too, if anybody needs it. Like, I'm feeling totally fine.
2: I've got two more, and then Gigi's carrying a couple. Master Salmon walks up to
0: you, pine, and puts his hand on your shoulder and says, are you going to be okay to to go on, or do you need to stay here?
1: Go soak your head. Of course I'm okay to go on.
0: Okay. All right. Um, As you guys look around, you can see that the only place to go is up the stairs. That's really the only, only place that's left.
1: Nauri, do you want to lead the way?
3: Hell yeah, it's all uphill from here.
1: I'm, I will actually put out my, I mean, it's, it's light down here, but I will put out my red candle just in case we get to someplace dark and we don't get taken by surprise.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, a red candle. Yeah, the, this tower is not lit. The only light coming from this, this tower is, uh, Colbry has the light spell on himself. Uh, and then anything that like the angels were glowing, um, as well. So you want the, um, you want the, uh, the thing. Colbury, you're
2: positively glowing.
1: The listeners want the red candle. They demand the red candle.
2: (laughs) Yes. Yes,
1: yes. (laughs) (laughs) Fan favorite. You are in this
0: bottom chamber of the of the tower. You can see the staircase that wraps up and looks like it starts to spiral around the outside of the tower. This is a a large tower, um,
4: easily um, 200 feet across round tower. As we're going up, when I have a moment, can I do one something? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to take a moment and I'm going to. uh, Kind of. Get into a sword stance and then yell out, Lord Astroman's Flaming Wrath, Herald of Blazing Judgment. I'm going to summon the Herald of Lord Astroman. Oh, nice. Okay. Because that lasts for an hour. So I figure we might as well get that going now.
2: And we can hang out with him for a minute, too.
1: So many questions. <laughs> While you're doing that, I will, uh, Pine will, will notice that that Frigid Retribution Stance looks pretty cool. So he's going to also do a Frigid Retribution Stance at level 2. Very good. Let's see if
0: Master Samon does anything. Let me look through his spells real quick. Master Samon, I think, is... Um, um, you notice that Master Samen, um actually is not wearing armor. This looks like he's really, really speedy. Um, yeah that's yeah okay you guys uh, I think that's all that's going to happen you notice that um, Colby has like this slight shimmer and glow around him you assume he's got mage armor or something cast upon himself all right you guys have the staircase up and that is it in this
4: room
1: what well, do we want to have this, this you know, fire guy go first then maybe
4: yes we could have him do that
1: Lord Astroman's guy
4: yes Herald of Lord Astruman you lead the way
0: you all start going up the stairs um winding around this tower um i think i said 200 feet wide i think it's more like 100 feet diameter um and the tower is easily 200 feet tall um as you are winding around the tower there are no windows uh there is uh you're going through like this 10 foot tunnel that basically the stairs climb um up around what you assume is the outside of the tower um and it's dark in here except for the glow coming off of the um the uh uh red candle as well, as well as colbury as well as i'm assuming that this um this uh fiend of lord astramon are they fiery because that may very well be giving
4: off some sort of glow as well you know it doesn't really it doesn't really indicate that they uh, emit any light or anything. So okay. maybe maybe it's more magical in nature and so it doesn't actually like radiate out and create light.
1: Not that we can see, but if we were a mantis shrimp,
4: man. Oh, dazzling.
3: We'd be tripping and be crazy.
4: Yeah, straight hypnotic, just
1: beautiful. Because mantis shrimp can see all kinds of crazy wavelengths of light. (laughs)
4: The more you know.
1: Well, you wind
0: around this staircase around the outside of the tower, and then up above, um, as you guys get closer and closer, um, I want perception checks from everybody.
1: Pine's new cane gives him advantage on perception checks and and, um, uh, initiative rolls. So with with advantage, you got a 16.
2: Richter got a nat one. Ruth got a 20 on perception.
3: Nari got a 24
2: nari
0: Roos, and uh, pine as you are moving up the staircase um you start to hear a sound it doesn't sound um well actually no for all three of you it sounds very familiar you hear this crackle and snap and of energy and it reminds you of the sound when you went down into the facility um in the glass mountains five years ago there was that room that was full of lightning you remember that room, and and Roost had like the ring of evasion and everything like that. That's the sound.
1: The Roost and Gigi show.
0: Yes, the, yes, exactly. The Roost and G, uh, the, was it Joff and Gigi, <laughs> or was it Roost and Gigi? I can't remember. It was Joff at the time.
1: Oh yeah, the Joff and Gigi show. Yeah,
0: yeah, Joff and Gigi. Um, as uh, you are moving up the stairs, you start to hear that sound at the top of the staircase. You can see where the stairs actually end up. As you're looking ahead, you can see a large, like, um, vaulted ceiling, and you can hear that crackle of energy. And I would say with your 24 Nari, you can even feel kind of the hairs on your arm starting to stand up a little bit. Um, are you guys going to keep going? Or you're, or I guess you guys are going to keep going.
3: Things are about to get electric.
0: <laughs> wiggy, wiggy,
1: wiggy, wiggy. It's
2: electric.
0: (laughs) Um, As you come out of the staircase and into this chamber atop the tower, you can see that the ceiling rises easily 30 or 40 feet up into the air. You can see that surrounding this room it's very, very large, very wide across—probably 120 feet or 100 feet across. It's the whole, the whole length of the of the tower, um, the whole diameter of the tower. You can see there are a few statues, um, one kind of in each of the cardinal directions. You see that there are these four massive pillars um, set equally around the room, um, and in between those four pillars, you see lightning arcing back and forth between these four pillars making the center of the room um, incredibly bright, as well as um, very, very dangerous looking.
1: It's a good thing I had this red candle.
0: <laughs> Just hold on to that red candle. As you, um, as you look more about the room, you can see that this lightning is arcing over this sort of raised dais, but it's, it's a large dais. It's probably um, 30 feet across in, in all directions. And in the center of the dais, it looks like the ground falls away. Um, Almost like there's a depression or maybe even a pit. Standing on the edge of the dais, right outside of the lightning, um, you see a familiar... On the dais, on the dais? I was just trying to
3: say, oh my, a dais!
0: (laughs) Um, You guys see a familiar stooped elderly figure turn to look at you a threadbare robe um the hood pulled back you see very few hairs on his head he looks to have aged 10 years since last time you saw him which was literally three weeks ago two weeks ago not very long his connection to irameel has aged him somehow and you recognize mordecai the prophet who points at you as you come up the stairs and calls out, turn back, come no further. The angel demands it.
3: Ah, Morty guy, you're looking rough, dude.
2: Yeah, we probably don't even have to fight him. If we just wait like a couple minutes, he might just die of old age.
3: You should uh, see his skincare routine, Roos. It might be better than what you're using now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We don't listen to the angel. We're here to stop this. We're here to stop you.
0: Uh, He says, um, he bids I speak with you. His designs and his work are too far along for him to be pulled away for trivial matters such as yourselves. So you must do your dealings with me. This is your last opportunity to turn back from your attempt to thwart the angel's divine mission. Continue and celestial powers beyond your perception will tear you limb from limb.
1: That that sounds
4: sucky. It's not too late, but only just. And if we stand to the side, what then of the people of Pavantus? The end. What must be? Then I'm sorry, but that is not acceptable.
1: Stand aside. We got a date with a dump truck.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I know that um, Richter will have drawn his... Zestock and will have muttered the phrase, "Field Marshal, sir, lend me your blade and let it like alight with fire in preparation for what's about to happen."
0: The last thing that Mordecai, the prophet of Iramel, says he says, "I have seen. The angel has opened my eyes, and I have seen what will be must be. The alternative, too dire to behold." and then he points at you and he says "Jeremiah, give me strength." Suddenly, Mordecai doesn't really change, but he stands up straight.
1: <laughs> I feel like we just we just totally like passed up an opportunity to be like what 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 is the alternative? Like are we talking about are we stopping the rapture?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you see Mordecai stand up tall not stooped with age anymore. You see, not physically, but you see the spectral image of muscle and power around him. And suddenly he fills out, he bulks up, his hair on his head all falls out. His beard falls away. His skin um, gets more sallow and more um, lined and more depressed and uh, just looks like he ages overnight like his body there is no way that the looks of his body and his skin um, that he should still be alive he looks like a corpse now as he stands there and yet he is infused with this power as he stands up to his full height of i don't know five eight and you see suddenly in his hand a spectral spiritual sword and you see this image of armor kind of um illuminate around him and Suddenly, underneath him, you see this massive lion, golden and green and armored with these kind of angelic horns coming off of its head um, as Mordecai, the prophet of Iramil, sits astride his mount and attacks you. We are going to roll initiative.
3: That thing is kind of hella cool. I want one. Oh, no, he's got battle
2: cash.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's pretty cool looking. I used to have one of those. By the power of Skull. If we take the helmet off, he'll be a a scared little pussycat.
3: All right, Nari
1: got a 13.
2: Roos got a 9. Richter got a 20 for initiative.
1: Pine got another 23 on, uh, on initiative for advantage.
2: I'm not sure i'm I'm sold on his skincare routine.
3: It looks like it's kept him alive for a long time, so you know <laughs>
2: <laughs> he was at least ten years younger moments ago. His skincare routine is aging him.
1: Oh, we'll see how this
2: goes. <laughs> oh my goodness.
1: Does your herald of Lord Astroman go after your turn? Victor?
4: It says it shares my initiative count. Yeah, awesome. it goes right after me. All right.
0: That is gonna bring us to Mr. Pine. At the top of the round, we have you. You are back on the staircase, kind of back behind um, Asterman's um, herald. Um, You can see um, this elderly man bathed in radiant armor, bearing a radiant weapon um, astride this angelic lion. What are you gonna do, Pine? Oh, and also um, the lightning is crackling around this pit in the middle of the room, and it doesn't seem to affect the lion or uh, Mordecai.
1: Can I get close enough without getting zapped to like actually attack this guy?
0: You can get close enough without getting into the um, lightning that you can currently see. On the map right now, the lightning you can see... I
1: can currently see. Okay. Well, no, I'm saying The
0: lightning you can see is covering the spaces that it is, that it is, that it is covering. It, you, you get the feeling if it's anything like the lightning that you've dealt with before, um, the closer you get, you will feel it, the buzz, but you will actually have to enter its space in order to get zapped.
1: Okay. All right. Well, Pine is going to move around Lord Asterman's um, Herald up to um get right up next to uh mordecai on this lion okay and i mean i'm going as i'm coming up uh, i will yell out to him and i'll say the inevitable is not truly inevitable he's using you and i'm going to come up and i'm take some strikes against the lion mount okay
3: I thought you were gonna come up and, up and say, "You ain't lying, bud." <laughs>
2: <laughs> Boo! <laughs> the
1: inevitable sucks, and no, you ain't lying.
2: <laughs> you got- Technically,
1: it. I'm a Leonin.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's a uh, twenty to hit, a dirty twenty. Twenty will hit, yes. Okay, so that's ten piercing, two cold, one radiant. Unleash with precision, swordmaster's fury. At uh, level one, that's an additional 16. I rolled two eights on the damage.
0: Wow, one hit, that's 29 damage if my math is correct.
1: Awesome. And then I'm going to take my second attack. That's only a 10. Man, my rolls are,
0: yeah. Your damage was good. That You rolled two eights on your 2d8, that was great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and okay. That's my turn. Okay, perfect, that's your turn. Um, Richter, initiative 20.
4: Yeah, um, so Richter will rush up and be right next to Pine and he will, as he gets close, he'll yell out, your sins are exposed under the light of the sun, mark of the dawn. And he's going to mark the prophet for judgment. Okay. And we are going to make some attacks with this flaming estoc. So first attack is a 14 to hit. Gosh, that will definitely miss. Next attack is a 23 to hit. There we go. That will hit. So this will do... 11 slashing, um, 11 fire, uh, plus 4 for the Hexblade Curse, and 5 for Life Drinker. So 31 damage. Kay.
1: Holy crap.
4: And we're going to yell out, you have been judged and found guilty. Swordmaster's justice. And I'm going to smite him for, I think it's 68, I think, is what I need. For another 30 damage.
0: Another 30 damage? Holy cow. My (laughs) goodness. I forgot. This is not the JV team we're dealing with.
4: Okay. Um, Is that your turn, Richter? That is, and then the uh, Herald of Lord Astroman is going to fly up here behind us and then make three attacks against um, Mordecai. Okay. And the attack to hit is, let me just check this. With this guy, I use my spell attack. It says, so I'm going to do this. There are three attacks and there are fireball attacks. So first is a 17 and who are you attacking again Mordecai yeah Mordecai okay uh 17 will miss okay next one is an 11 that will miss and the last is a 23 that will hit and that will do add six to this 15 so yeah 15 damage oh wow
1: is this the first time this herald has has done damage before you lost concentration on him?
4: <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> All right, is your turn over then, Richter and uh, Asterman's herald? Yes. Yep. That is okay. it. Perfect. Um, and then uh, legendary action as Mordecai smites you, Richter, um, with a Ooh. a natural two.
2: Yay! That
0: will miss. And then the uh, the mount is going to also take a legendary action and make an attack, a bite attack against you, Richter, and that is going to be a twenty-four to hit.
4: Ooh, yeah, that would that would do it. All right, that is going Although, to be. Oh, go ahead. Uh, was there something you were going to do? It it takes twenty-five damage from my frigid retribution
0: stance. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> So that is um, nine damage to you. I need you to make a strength difficulty fifteen save.
4: Okay. Um, what's my plus, Pine, for for being near Pine?
1: You get to add plus five.
4: Okay. So I got a fifteen, even with the with the plus. Barely enough to not be knocked prone. Oh, hallelujah. All right.
0: Okay. That is now going to bring us to the layer action. As the lightning hey,
1: and, and Richter, you still have some temporary hit points. So if you get hit again, you teal that twenty-five right back.
4: Yep. Yeah. I still oh have I still have temp HP. So we're still okay.
0: okay. Well, we'll see if you still have it any after this. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There are eight of you. I'm gonna roll a d8 and see where this lightning arcs out towards one two three four master Samon he has to make a dexterity saving throw uh, with a natural 17 he makes it he is going to take half damage on this um he is going to take 28 halved to 14 damage layer action is over and now it is master Samon's turn as he rushes forward to join the fight against Mordecai and this lion he is going to go after Mordecai Why not? Three attacks with the saber. Uh,
1: I love that it's like, hey, it's not too late to turn back, and then everybody starts trying to kill him.
0: (laughs) So uh, he got one hit and then one critical hit. Yikes. Um, So it is going to be... uh, We're going to do 2d8 plus 3. That's 11 slashing plus... 29, (laughs) so uh, that's 40 damage right there when one hit or uh, because of the uh, crit. That is gonna take him to that many hit points. And now the other hit that did just a normal attack is going to do uh, four plus nine. So 13 more damage, yikes.
1: Maybe we could have sent this guy with the JV squad.
0: (laughs) why would you say that i'm sure that they're fine (laughs) all right that is master saman's turn nari it is your turn
3: all right nari is going to run up um alongside her comrades and again try to strike also at um mordecai okay and that is a 23 to hit that will hit four 16 damage okay and then a 14 to hit which i'm assuming does not
0: that will not that will not hit
3: That 20 to hit?
0: That will hit. Okay, cool.
3: That is going to be 15 damage.
0: Uh, Roos, did you want to play as well? (laughs) I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Nari, why don't you tell me what happens as you strike out with this great axe at the prophet Mordecai? Yes.
3: Um, So Nari even even with how tall she is, is barely able to quite reach this guy with her ax. So she's not able to do a nice clean decapitation, but she's able to catch him right in the chest and swing him off his his lion. And say, you ain't lion, man. The game's (laughs) over.
1: (laughs) And then he falls on the ground and you're like, why are you just lying on the ground?
3: (laughs) What are you doing just lying there?
0: Oh my gosh, (laughs) you guys are terrible. You see your ax as it swings out and strikes Mordecai. You see this flash of energy as the armor, this this ethereal spectral armor attempts to save his life and your ax bites right through it. The force of your swing is so powerful that it knocks him clean off of this armored lion. As he falls to the ground, you see the energy that was supporting him and strengthening him disperse and you see his body now broken and bloodied and old. Um, you see it kind of one last <gasps> and now the the body that looked like a corpse now truly is a corpse as the prophet lies dead at your feet, Nari. There is still a rampaging lion. Um, do you have any more attacks or was that it? Uh, That was it, but does
3: Does the lion still appear to be rampaging? He doesn't seem to be calmed down at all.
0: No, the lion's actually going to take a legendary action and swipe out at you with a bite attack.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) I mean, we just killed his best friend.
3: Well, I didn't know maybe if he was like under some kind of mind control because the lion seems pretty cool to me. I don't know.
0: This, this angelic celestial lion here is, um, is, uh... Wants
1: to be Nari's best friend. Wants, <laughs> wants Nari to ride on his back. He might. You
3: don't know.
0: <laughs> well, very, very likely... He did swat out at you and uh, and missed you with a natural two. Um, so maybe he's just uh, making it look like he's putting up a fight.
3: We're just playing. We're just messing with each other.
0: Nari, your turn is over. Colbury is going to take a shot with a firebolt um, and hit it with a 24. And that's going to be um, that's going to be, wow, 24 damage against the lion. Jeez. Holy cow.
1: Remember when Pine was the one who hit where, a lot? <laughs>
0: But that's that's one and done. He his turn is over. Uh, that brings us to Mordecai the prophet's turn. Um, as you watch, you see the body decay and and kind of. Uh, I'm gonna be kind of morbid here. It kind of starts to collapse in the chest. Kind of um, uh, sucks in more as the bone as the skin and muscle kind of shrivel up around the arms and the skull of the face. And it is now Rus's turn.
1: Not gonna lie, there's some gurgles in that body.
2: Roos <laughs> <laughs> will run up and stand next to Master Saman and attack out at the Celestial Lion and <sighs> a 14 to hit. That will not hit. And I'll come with my offhand Chakram for a 27 to hit. Uh, that will hit, yes. So that will be six psychic and Eighteen precision for twenty-four damage. Wow. Okay. And that will be my turn.
0: Okay. Let last legendary action for this line is going to come right back at you, Roos. and that is With going to disadvantage.
2: Be... Does
0: it matter? <laughs> 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 One of the the, the disadvantage roll was a natural twenty, but he's got to take the natural <laughs> nine, which puts it at a wow. sixteen.
2: Does that hit you? That does not hit me. Okay. Man, Nari, all this right. cloak is so flashy.
3: <laughs> I'm telling you, Ember has the best style. You've got to chat with her more when you get back.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: she's she's just the best. She's just, remember that remember that we'll time? We'll have to when... do
2: drinks all together.
1: Remember when we were pretending to date that one time?
2: Shiny leather armor. Red hair. Good times. <laughs> Way back,
1: like, in episode one. Yeah. <laughs> that was really
3: funny, wasn't it? <laughs>
0: uh actually let's see one two three four and then we'll do um we have got an attack coming at uh, pine we've got an attack coming at master salmon and we've got attack coming at richter so we'll start with mr pine mr pine a bite is coming your direction with uh an 11 that will i'm sure miss i
1: block it with my cane
0: there you go (laughs) way to remember that you use your cane for a shield (laughs) start describing that in episode (laughs)
1: 113 (laughs) yes and i have a cigar
0: (laughs) all right uh richter here comes an attack of claws at you that's gonna be an 18 does that hit you that does not okay roos with disadvantage um another natural 20 but just an 18 does that hit you an 18 hits me yes Okay, we have got some uh, damage coming your way, finally. Um, (laughs) You hit me in the other fight two times. Oh, my gosh. 2d6 plus four, I rolled a one and a two, so seven slashing damage to you. Squire's going
2: to half that damage. (laughs) I knew you were going to do that. I knew you were going to do that.
0: Oh, my gosh. All right, well, um, does Feathers want to take this guy out? (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right.
2: Let's see, feathers, feathers attacks with a two to hit.
0: That was definitely gonna miss. <laughs> All right, back up to the top of the round. Initiative 23, Pine, it is your turn.
1: All right, I'll take a couple of strikes. Uh, 24 my first attack. That will hit. Uh, for 14 piercing, two cold, four radiant. So that makes it 20 damage. 20 damage. Mr. Pine, what happens as
0: you strike this lion? Um, I kill it. <laughs> <laughs> You don't like describing the death of animals. You're fine describing the death of people, but animals, it's a little too far.
1: Uh, no. So, I mean, we're, we're all surrounding this line. I think, I imagine it's kind of like a cornered line, right? That's like looking all around, swiping out at everything, you know, raising up, uh, uh, trying to, uh, uh, trying to scare us off, like, uh, with its, with its size and, and aggressiveness. Um, but I think I just take, take an opportunity when it, uh, goes toward Ruse, who's kind of far away from me, to just come in at the side and just right up through the ribs with my sword.
0: Okay. This lion falls um, next to the decaying body of Mordecai, and we are going to cue victory music. Woo! Kind of. Oh, what? Yeah. As you stand in this room, this electricity is still arcing back and forth. I'm going to tell you this: every time, I will give each of you a chance to do something in this room before we have to do the la- layer action again. The layer action continues because it's not actually due to Mordecai or the lion.
1: Well, so looking around the room, there's you know lightning arcing from everywhere. Can we tell where the lightning is gen- like being generated from? Make an investigation check. Investigation. I, I can help.
3: And I'd love to kind of search through um Mordecai's ashes and see if he's got anything good on him, any good info.
0: Okay. So Pine and Roost this first round are nope, investigating nope. the lightning. And, he said Pine prior, and Richter. said Pine and Richter, yes. So go ahead and roll that with it with advantage.
1: Why don't you roll Richter
4: I rolled once I got a five? <laughs> so okay, can roll the yeah, investigation. I'll, I'll, I'll roll. I got a twenty three.
1: Okay, it's much better. <laughs> All right,
0: cool. And then, um, Nari, with your turn, you're going through Mordecai's belongings.
3: Yeah, just kind of seeing if he's got any info on him.
0: Okay. Um, you see um, the clothing is old and uh, worn out, and it smells bad. Um, not like decay or death, even though his body is literally decaying in front of you. Just old, just old and kind of um, used um not not washed uh very often you see that at his waist there is a a small little um you know like a pendant but you instead of putting it around your neck you might like loop it around your belt he's got a little pendant that has the symbol of irameel on it um it's probably made of silver and it might fetch you you know three gold um other than that i mean he's got like a, a walking stick uh, to support himself as he moved and that is all he bears
2: Ruse is going to investigate the statues. It looks like there's four in the room, and he'll go to the one um, closest to him on the west. Perfect. Um, and Master Simon will
0: um, will uh, uh, give you advantages. He comes over with you.
2: So go ahead and make your investigation check. That's a twenty-five investigation.
0: Um, with all of these checks. Pine and Richter, as you are examining, where is this lightning coming from? It seems that it's coming from um, these pillars that are holding up the roof. There are four of them, uh, spaced kind of equidistant around this pit. And as you get closer and you kind of look over the lightning, you can see that it is literally a pit and you cannot see how far down it goes. It looks like it's right in the center of this tower. And... um, this lightning arcs around it and you know to go anywhere near the pit you would have to move through the lightning it seems that the lightning is coming from the from these pillars but there's no specific like um apparatus there's no crystal tech or anything like that and i think that um uh, pine, just kind of with your. I'm not gonna make you do like a divine sense or um, you know, kind of scope out the enemy, whatever it is you call it.
1: You know what? I have plenty of those. I mean, I have. I can do six times for a long rest. So yeah, we'll use one.
0: Okay. Um, this is um, this. Is, you sense not um, celestial, but you sense the presence of celestial power. Um, this is a magical effect um, that is. It, it is um, these pillars themselves are coursing with this celestial power that arcs out to protect this pit this lightning is protecting the pit okay roos and saman as you investigate these statues you see that they are old but they're not like beaten down with weather or anything they're just kind of the the decay of time um, in sort of stasis um they are um they're kind of dusty a little bit, uh, but you see that um, they depict um, what must be Irumil. Uh They look quite um, accurate to the, the um, memory that you, Roos, have of seeing Iramiel except um, he has both arms right? Um, there's no big slash across his face where half the skin is peeled away. Um, he is complete. He is whole. He is smiling in this statue uh, with your 25 investigation. You actually can see that um, he is, uh, his hands are both held out, and you can see that it looks like the, um, the right arm is not quite attached The same way that the left arm is even though the the statue itself looks relatively symmetrical but you see just the slightest seam Oh, i'm I'm doing seams again the slightest seam at the shoulder on the right arm of this statue and as you're investigating and you push a little bit you think that if you were to push down on the hand that that arm might
2: move all right i'll give uh your a handshake and push down on the hand before you do, we are gonna roll another die to see who gets zapped
0: by lightning. Oh, no. uh, one, two, three, four. We're just gonna kinda of go across the uh, the way. Uh, I'm gonna roll a, was that a D8? Yeah, I'm gonna roll eight-sided die. And we got one, two, three. One, two, three. Master Samon again. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, man. He's gotta make a dex save. Uh, he makes it, but he is going to take um, uh, six D8 damage. 8d6 or 8d8 d6 that's (laughs) 8 d6 oh why did i do it that way okay we've got 9 9 and 7 18 that's 25 halved to 12 master Seaman is um uh he lets out a yelp you see him actually drop his sword for a second he reaches down and grabs it back up oh one thing i totally spaced you guys i'm so sorry this whole time master saman is a little bit encumbered because strapped to his back is this chest, this long and thin chest. The chest looks, I mean, like it can hold quite a bit, but it is, um, it's gotta be three and a half feet in length. And it is strapped to his back and he wears it like a backpack. And that's uh, something I forgot to tell you guys. So Master of has a chest on his back. Take with that what you will.
1: It's a pretty sweet um, backpack he got Then, the Master When I When I was in um, high school, I had a Jansport. It was fourth, fourth green. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I used a Trapper Keeper.
3: When I was in high school, I also had a chest on my back. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
4: okay.
0: Um, so I don't know where to go with that. Um, okay. New, <laughs> new new, round. Um, each of you can do something.
2: Roos wants to shake hands with this statue and see if he can't lock it into place somehow.
1: Pine wants to give Samin a potion. Okay. Just a normal healing potion. Roll the healing for Master
0: Samon Roos, as you push down um, on the hand, uh, it clicks down in place. Um, and you see, it seems like the lightning that's arcing across this pit dims just a little bit. Guys, we all have to go
2: shake hands with your meal.
1: Ugh. All right. Okay, all right, Master Samon here. And I gave Master Saemon a potion that heals him for six hit points. Not much, but it's just a basic one.
0: Perfect. All right, let's see here. Let me give him six hit points back. Is the Was the thing an item interaction? That was an item interaction, yes. So what is Richter and Nari going to do? And then, Roos, what's he going to do with the rest of your turn?
4: A Richter is heading up towards the northern side where there's, it looks like another statue. Okay.
3: Yeah, Nari will as well um, go to the other statue and get prepared to shake its hand.
2: Colby moves to the southern statue to do the same. Roos is gonna throw his dagger or his uh, pardon me his chakram and swap places with with uh, Squire but he's I, I don't think I can make it quite far enough because it looks like it's just beyond what I threw so okay I will end my space in the lightning it looks like
1: you have movement though still too right
2: well I couldn't get far enough let's see hold on yeah I st- I would end in the lightning because 30 I only rolled a three on my d8 so I would end here basically so you are in the lightning yeah great okay i'm going to have you make a
0: dexterity saving throw 18 dex save that will save um which means that you don't take any damage correct yep i don't take okay. any
1: oh, you don't take any
0: of the 32 damage that was coming your way
2: cool cool, cool. okay
0: so we have Colbry at the southern statue. Samen and, and Pine and the Herald of Rodriel or of, no, of Asterman are on the west statue. Richter is at the north statue and Nari and Roos are both running around to the east statue. Um, new round. The damage from this lightning bolt is going to be lessened. Instead of 86, it's going to be 66. Um, and um, after the lightning bolt zaps out and hits somebody, you hear that hand click back up. And the power of the lightning gets stronger again. So first off, who's it going to hit? We're going to roll a D8. We've got one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Nari, here it comes at you. Uh, That's going to be 66. Uh, You can make a dexterity save. Difficulty 16, I think, is what it was. Yes, 16.
3: Okay, uh, so that was a two.
0: (laughs) Jeez. 22 lightning damage uh, at you, Nari.
3: Okay, I am going to uh, use my um, second wind to regain some of that. Okay. So let's see, that is a d12. So seven. Okay, I can deal, deal with that.
0: Okay, perfect. All right, new round. Shake the statue's hands, damn it! Colby gets down at the bottom statue and he says, I think we all have to pull the hands at the same time. Um, okay, um, so Colby is waiting to pull. Actually, Colby pulls the hand. Um, Simon pulls the hand where he is at. Richter, you are at the North Statue. What are you going to do? I will go ahead and pull a hand. Okay, you find that, again, that right hand will move. And then uh, Nari and Roos are both running towards the statue. Roos, you make it to the statue um, with your movement. What are you going to do?
2: Roos will uh, pull the hand
4: as well.
1: And Pine will say, pull my finger. <laughs>
4: And the Herald of Lord Asterman pulls his finger. <laughs> hey, careful, that's fire near, that's a fart near an open flame. Oh, that could be really bad. There's a, there's
1: a, there's a, there's a small, soft. poop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> As you all depress the hands of these smiling statues of Iramel, the Angel of Inevitability, um, the lightning suddenly clicks off. As you are standing there, you can all sense the click, Click, click as the hands start to, some mechanism starts to take over, and the hands, you can tell, will spring back up into place in six seconds. Um, Currently, there is this dais in the middle of the room, surrounded by pillars, no lightning arcing back and forth, and you guys have your turn. What are you going to do?
1: Heim will run up and take a peek down into the pit. Black. You have dark
0: vision. Uh, you look down in the uh, the pit. Is deeper than your vision can see.
1: Okay. Then I'm going to, for my action, I'm going to go ahead and use the red candle, fan mm-hmm. favorite. Hey, everybody, I'm going to cast daylight sixty feet down into the pit.
0: Um, as you look down in there, and the and it and it lightens up this this pit you can see that the um that the uh the uh, walls are lined with brick the brick looks um looks old but um uh it has designs and things on it um it looks like it might be letters in a language that you don't understand uh coursing around the um the outside of this pit um all the way down as far as your eyes can see with this daylight you cannot see the bottom but. I would say with a little remnant of your divine sense, your, uh, you know, whatever you're uh, uh, scoping out the enemy.
1: My men, my men officers training that taught me to fight angels. Yes.
0: You sense that this pit itself is coursing with celestial energy.
1: Well, everybody, it's a heaven pit.
0: It's not a mundane <laughs> pit. Uh, Does that makes sense. It, it is a, it is a heavenly shaft.
3: <laughs>
4: oh. I heard that before.
0: Okay. So Pine, you have you have you have used your movement. You have used an action. I think. Yep. I'm good. You're gonna stay right mm-hmm. there.
1: Yeah. That was my action. And I'll also say, shake those hands again. I don't want to die.
0: Okay. So Colby then will depress his hand again for his turn. Saimon will depress the hand for his turn. Roos and
4: Richter.
2: Roos do the Dutch rudder again.
4: I don't know what that is, but it sounds exotic and I would do it as well.
0: <laughs> Richter,
4: what are you gonna do? Oh I, I'm I'm I too would like to order the Dutch rudder.
1: <laughs> so um so anybody to order the Dutch
0: Okay, so what, what's going to happen is Colby pushed on the button and he's going to come up and examine the pit knowing that he is 30 feet away from the statue. He can look in real quick and then get back to the statue in time. If anybody else wants to do that as well, um, Colbrey's going to take a peek in and, and make a check.
3: I think Nari would as well um, and she would also drop a coin down there just to see how long it took.
2: How far down was it or would, were we able to tell? You have not seen the bottom. Cool. You can see that it goes at
0: least 120 feet down.
2: I'm not attuned to my slippers right now, by the way.
0: <laughs> oh, no. oh, gosh. Oh.
3: Um, but yeah, Nari would get up to like the very edge and she would toss a little coin down just to kind of see how far it goes.
0: Okay, uh, make a perception check. Actually, you don't need to make a perception check with, um, with the daylight spell and everything. As you toss the coin down to see how far it goes, you see that as it kind of moves past the lip of this pit, you see the coin fall. And it's spinning as it normally would if you flicked a coin. Um, as you see, it looks like it has slowed somewhat. Not completely, not like floating in the air, but definitely, um, definitely slower than you would expect this coin to fall. And anyone who wants to make an Arcana check um, can make that Arcana check. I would say with the, um, with the, 17 that colbury already rolled watching that coin fall you hear him mumble feather
2: fall
1: well pine rolled a three on arcana and so he's gonna say hey nari i think that that wasn't a a, a, a authentic coin it's made out of like paper or something i think you got cheated
3: nari rolled a that one on her arcana for a zero so she's just gonna kind of back up from the uh the glorious shaft and just I, be like I don't they, they look suspect to me
2: yeah that shaft is too heavenly I think that Nari with her natural
0: one is like crap I just threw away a magic coin I didn't even know I had it <laughs> <laughs> new round Colby is going to move back down to the statue and depress the handle
1: are we jumping down everybody
2: Saman depresses the well, handle
3: yeah Nari will also give a handshake
2: I can go first if I'm not moving slow. Um, try and catch my chakram. And Roos will pull the handle and jump in. Okay. Off we go once more into the abyss. My plan is if I'm not falling slow, I want to throw my chakram to hopefully have Mr. Pine catch it and then trade places. With Mr. Pine? <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> With the chakram so that okay. he's holding me. So that he's holding me. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, R- Ruth, as you toss the chakram, uh, as you fall, actually, as you fall in, you get ready to toss the chakram and it, it, you don't even, you, you feel that initial free fall. You feel your gut wrenching, um, you know, as, as gravity takes you and then just, whoosh, you start to fall slowly. Now, you fall quickly enough that within just a few seconds, you are uh, approaching the edge of the light but you are not falling at breakneck speeds like you would assume. Everyone else sees this.
1: Don't let me go by myself. Oh, I guess there's nothing left to do. Cannonball.
3: Oh God, Nari will jump on in. All
0: right. Colbury rushes up, jumps in. Master Saemon depresses his handle one more time and jumps in uh nari's in richter has jumped in um pine has jumped in with a cannonball Roos has jumped in um i'm guessing that the herald of radriel or of asterman will jump in as well (laughs) feathers
2: i'll be back feathers goes back down
0: the stairs because he doesn't (laughs) she doesn't want to get zapped by lightning um as you are falling very quickly, you leave the edge of the daylight. Um, Mr. Pine, you can turn your uh, red candle on for the normal light spell. Colbry is also uh, shining light. This, um, this shaft, this pit is about 20 feet uh, in diameter. Um, As you are falling, you can see scrawled around the edges, along the walls of this pit, this shaft, are writings and uh, words and symbols that you don't understand. And um, every once in a while, as you're falling, you see um, some repeated patterns and some repeated symbols. As you fall, time passes. But it passes, I mean, a lot. Of time passes minutes stretch
1: When you fall into a bottomless pit, you die of thirst
0: <laughs> She led a full life she led a full stomach
1: <laughs> A single free toe
0: As you are falling down this pit of featherfall minutes pass and become an hour and you are. Falling, 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 far, far beneath the surface of Pavantus, into what you do not know. But you are fairly certain that here, at the bottom of this pit, you will find the angel Iramile and potentially some of the answers that you seek. Real quick before we stop for tonight because this fall is so long you can each take a short rest as you fall oh thank oh. you towards <laughs> the inevitable
1: which sucks though because my my second level spell doesn't come back with my uh
0: bye lord asterman's herald isn't he only oh, an hour
4: yeah yeah it's only an hour yeah but you get you get your spell files back though that's I get true. all my spell slots back. Oh, so. except
1: for that—you don't get the Arcanum uh, kind that of cast that guy. No. Yeah, <laughs> not not that one. But that's but okay. He did
4: some damage. He did actual damage this time, guys. This is a win for me. As you guys are falling, we'll stop there for
0: tonight. But I just want to say, guys, thank you for playing. Thank you for constantly bringing up Ember's death, and um, this was fun. I am really looking forward to seeing what will happen next matt you said something early on in the episode actually about midway through the episode um that i was sitting there thinking yep yep that's exactly right if you can figure out what that is let me know on discord don't forget we do um have a patreon we have a shop we have a website also i've been streaming almost every monday and i am starting now to put those streams onto youtube uh so if you can't make the stream and you want to see kind of how i build worlds and some map making just hang out with us for a bit even if it's not you know real time uh you can go check out our youtube channel just look up 12-sided guys on youtube and you'll find us and until we get together next time i hope you have a great time